Hey. Hi. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Happy whatever day of the week it is you're listening to this. <laughs> Woo! It's going to be out in a few weeks, I guess. Yeah. We're trying to be on top of it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it feels, yeah. Yeah. We're, 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 we're very on top of it right now, I feel. But the first episode just dropped, dropped for us. And oh my God, I love it. I'm so excited. I'm yeah. Everyone that's listening loves it. Thank you so much to everyone that's like messaged being like, I listened. You guys sounded good. Yes. Um, it really means a lot. So thank you. Yes, it does. Um, you can rate us on Spotify. I listened to us on Spotify just so I could rate it. Um, <laughs> and then I'll hopefully have it on app up on apple by the end of the day today so hopefully it should be up by the time you're actually listening to this and also leave us reviews on apple yes please it means a lot we love you thank you guys welcome to amateur spice welcome to amateur spice we're today we want to talk about you know we get questions all the time of people in our real life that want to know how to get into it so we're going to just make this episode so we can just tell you to listen to this yeah oh yes instead of having to type it all out and then being like oh okay cool anyways and then them never joining yeah yeah exactly um but yeah if you seriously want to do it or even if you're not serious and you just want to know how to start we're just going to tell you some etiquette some like ways to get started how we got started yeah I'm going to just plug the horny stoner real quick because they are incredible and I fucking love all of their stuff. Um, I was looking at this silicone unicorn pipe and it's so fucking cute. It has like a rainbow horn on it. I'm obsessed. It's so cute. I love and I was looking today on their website at the pink licket dildo. It's just like a super yeah, it's like a tentacle shaped one that's like pink and glass and it looks like it hits all the right spots. And I just I definitely am going to be looking into some of their stuff on both sides. I want more glass dildos. Yeah, they're honestly underrated. And they're a lot easier to clean, I feel. Yes, Yeah. But yeah, if you want anything from the horny stoner, just use the code amateur spice when you check out for 10% Please. off. Yeah, Please. you can get smoking products, um, pleasure products. They have a lot of really cool stuff. Definitely they check have a really cute, a bunch of cute clothes too, honestly. Yes. Oh, I am obsessed man. with everything they have. Yeah, you got to go check it out. Yes, yeah, Steph. All right. Do you want to start? Yeah, I'll go first. So this week, um, you know, we kind of want to go over getting into the industry, um, getting started as what a lot of people in the community call a baby sex worker, baby SWR. Um, it's kind of where you're figuring out what works best for you, um, you know, how to gain your following, how to start making money, most importantly, and, um, you know, not guaranteeing if you listen to everything that I say or what Nixie says, you know, but this is just what has worked for us when we got started and everything. And, um, you know, hopefully if you're interested, this works for you or, you know, you just learn some cool stuff about what we do. Um, yeah. So when I first got started, um, I think that I wish I had known a lot more about like production, like shooting stuff. I think that was like something that I kind of like didn't really know a whole bunch about at first. Like I didn't really have a tripod. I didn't have any lighting stuff. I was kind of just like taking mirror selfies, you know, you know how everyone getting started, the, the content kind of all looks the same, which um, isn't a bad thing. We love yeah, exactly. selfie now and then. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no. Yeah. And honestly, like sometimes that brings buyers in even more is when you're getting started out in the beginning and they're kind of like, Ooh, like, 
you know, there's a specific type of energy that's there that I think is really cool. And, um, so that was kind of like how I got started was kind of just like taking, you know, sexy nudes that I, I felt was cool. And I liked that I still do and everything, but I didn't have the lighting equipment. I didn't have like a tripod or anything like that. So I would definitely say, you know, if you're getting started, get a tripod, get a ring light, get a soft box light. That's what I use. And I really like those a lot more. Yeah. And I, uh, yeah, that's kind of like shooting wise, what I really wish I had known. I think another thing that I wish I had kind of known a little more in the beginning was, um, the type of content I was taking. Like it's kind of a, an OnlyFans page is kind of a compromise in the sense that there might be some things that you want to put on there that you find, you know, like fun and sexy that you want to put out that might not necessarily get as good engagement as you're looking for. Like I used to do a lot of naked bartending videos and I really liked doing that, but like three people would let, you know what I mean? So you kind of have to, you know, cater a little bit to your audience in that sense. Um, look for what works for other people and what doesn't, um, that's kind of like what I took away from my baby sex work time was just like, I should have got a ring light a lot longer ago and a tripod. <laughs> Cause I was like balancing my phone on shit that it would like fall over all the time. And I'd get so frustrated. And the other thing that's nice about having a tripod is you get that little timer, which I really yes. like. Yes. Yeah. I found out you can buy those on their own too. And that was definitely, Sweet. that was definitely on my list of things. If you have money to invest at the beginning, like definitely get a Bluetooth clicker timer. Yeah. If, if all you can invest is like 10 bucks. Get one of those. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> it's that's so the much easier thing. to take pictures with a little remote in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> you, no one sees it. You can just hide it. You can set it on a timer. So you click it and then the three seconds starts like, yeah. 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 The clicker is godsend. <laughs> we got to like make a 10 commandments sometimes. <laughs> The Ten Commandments of Sex Work. Yeah. Get a goddamn Bluetooth remote. The clicker <laughs> is key. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of what I felt. Um, you know, shooting content wise, I really wish I had known in the beginning. Um, again, like when you're first getting started off, if you don't have like you know, a studio to shoot in or something like that. I didn't really have that space for a while. My apartment was really small and, um, I kind of got together like a little travel kit sort of, of all my sex work stuff. I had like a big box that I kept everything in, kept it all organized. So I would say my other piece of advice is just like, if you don't have an actual room to set everything up, just have like a nice little where everything is just in its own place. Because a lot of days where I'm not organized and that, I mean, it sounds, you know, like a kind of duh thing but like when I am not as organized as I wish like sometimes it takes me 25 minutes to find a specific thong or a specific dildo and Mm -hmm. I get really you know you get frustrated and everything so all about like sometimes the in the moment stuff is really awesome and I really like producing content that way as well but like really set yourself up for like a a legit shoot sometimes because it just Mm -hmm. makes it a lot easier oh yeah definitely to have like all your shit organized and in uh, good places (laughs) yeah and even like the days where it doesn't like you might not even be producing that day like and not even like just in person setting up your shooting stuff but on your phone on your computer like Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like it pays off in that moment having to organize all that stuff but like it does trust me it really I don't especially does when you're trying to film a video and then your phone's like oh we got no storage (laughs) (laughs) yes yes (laughs) So yeah, organize your media too. Right? Yeah, that's I wish I started organizing my media way more in the beginning. Me too. 
I need to, I, because then it just makes it easier to set up the folders on OnlyFans, on Fansly. Mm -hmm. Like when people want to buy content, you can be like, oh, like my writing videos are right here. My joy videos are right here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So definitely it pays off. Do, do a lot of media organizing. Yes. So that's like my shooting stuff kind of, and I, I, I definitely have a lot of social media tips and etiquette, but that's kind of like where I found uh, things I wish I had known getting started with content Mm -hmm. production. And, you know, in the beginning, when you start off, you might not have the means to have a studio and buy a ring light and buy a softbox light or anything. And there's nothing wrong with that too. You know, like it's all about what feels best for you and works best for you. And, you know, this is just what worked best for me. Yeah. And some people really love the very amateur look too. Exactly. Like said, some people love that look when they're just starting out. Yeah. So it's okay. Just work with what you got. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing I wish I knew when I started out was how much fucking time and energy you put into marketing more than anything yeah. else. Like I am on social media all day long, basically. Honestly, I think like more than OnlyFans, I'm on social media because you have, there's so many different platforms to use. And so, and like, you want to be consistent with it because they want to know that you're consistent and active. So I feel like I'm trying to be on like four different places at once all day long. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Cause there's, I mean, and every site like has its own pros and cons for advertising too. That's the thing. Like for Twitter, like if you're just trying to advertise like adult, like it's, it's the best place to post nudes basically. Like I really like Twitter because I can advertise my adult content, but then you have like Instagram and TikTok where I feel like is more like you kind of have to put more personality into it, I guess, kind of. And like the video aspect. If you show any cleavage, you're going to get flagged. <laughs> it's insane. I feel like TikTok has been a little better lately, though. I feel like I've been seeing more, more titties out and stuff. You know what I mean? Not people getting flagged for just like existing with breasts. So that's kind of nice. Hey, but then I do a video and I touch them briefly and um, it's flagged. It's taken down. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> I, uh, you saw the duck video, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, we'll do we'll do an episode on that eventually. We're not going to talk about it. I just wanted to know if you saw the duck video. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Um. But yeah, that that's kind of like one of my biggest points is like if you don't already have an existing following, then you're going to be working on social media like mm-hmm. all day. And if you don't already have an existing following, you're not going to make bank right away. Or at least it's very, very rare that you will actually make bank right away. It's not easy money. We're trying to be active and present online all day long. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. Like it's once you do like it, I feel that like where I am now and like, I know you do like, it's, you know, where, where we want to be, like, we're kind of, you know, built that brand, built that following and whatever. But I know when we both started out, we did not have that. And it was a lot of like having to network and having to work all day, every day. And like the, the myth of like you starting a page and immediately making a ton of money, like that's what it is. It's a myth. And like, you know, not everyone is going to make a million dollars in the first day. Like bad baby did like that is just unattainable. Unless you have a following like bad baby, then yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, exactly. Then, then like, please get that bag immediately. That's a ton yeah. of money, but it definitely, you definitely have to have like anything, any type of, you know, career in the spotlight, you have to have a mm-hmm. following to get attention and to make money. And it's the same with this. Like you can't yeah. just post no face on Reddit forever. Yeah. One of my other like top, top tips was also like, if this is something you want to do, make sure 
you know that like a hundred percent before you do it only because the internet's forever. Like your stuff's going to be here forever. You can delete it, but you never know who saved it, who has posted it elsewhere, which is a whole other bitch and a half. But <laughs> like, I feel like some people get into this thinking it's fun, easy money. And then they're now their nudes are online forever. Yeah. Or someone, you know, sees it for the first time and you have to confront that. And it's just like someone, you know, is going to find it. You have to be prepared for that more than one person, you know, is going to find it. But in my experience, no one has ever said anything to me about it in person. And I know of at least five or six people that I know in real life that has found it without me giving it to them. So like people are awkward, you know, at least you have that in your pocket for the most part. That's my own personal experience. I know that's not the same for everybody. So definitely, you know, like Nixie said, be aware that like the internet is forever. And like, yeah. this isn't weak that you can't be anonymous on the internet anymore. That just doesn't exist. No. I mean, you can try to be faceless, but if you're going to try to be faceless, basically know that you're going to have to be showing holes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to have like, it's going to be so so hard to be faceless and not showing nudity yeah it really <laughs> I don't know I think anyone that does that you know Me either yeah. all the faceless creators I know they only post pussy pics because that's yeah. that's how they get their traction <laughs> exactly and like yeah it's it's definitely a different type of marketing too when you're oh, a, yeah. a faceless account for sure but if you you know if you have identifying tattoos if you have an apartment that you know a lot of people you know if you have a lot of people over to your you know like there are certain things that even if you don't show your face, like you might get recognized. Mm-hmm. So you just have to be ready for that basically. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But you know, like, like we both said, like, you know, we've, you've been doing this for two plus years. I've been doing this for almost two years. Like I've never had any huge, like, holy shit. Oh my God. Like, so you know what I mean? Like in mm-hmm. terms of people finding it in real life, like knock on wood, but I've definitely had, um, you know, my stuff taken and put on other sites. And that's something I need to be aware of that someone I know might eventually go on a different site that I didn't post my content on and they might see it that way. So like, you know, it's just good to keep those things in mind and not, not think about it until it happens and have like a total meltdown. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kind of the next thing that I wanted, like social media wise, um, was just like how I had my Twitter page set up. And like, you know, mm-hmm. main account versus backup and everything, like what worked for me um, was like a lot of times, like, you know, a lot of our buyers are, you know, cis men online and uh, they're kind of lazy sometimes on, on social media. They don't want to have to scroll too much. They don't want to have to, which is, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're trying to come real quick, I understand, but <laughs> um, I would recommend just keeping your primary page that you advertise your sex work on as like not clean in that sense, but clean in the sense that like, you know, not a lot of unrelated content in your media tab. If it's on Twitter, um, not a lot of sharing about just like random ass stuff. That's not related to sex work because like, unfortunately the buyers do get bored. Like I think TikTok is a good site for that to kind of express yourself in a different way. I think Instagram might be good. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're on Twitter, like they really do just want the nudes. Mm -hmm. I try to have a personality on Twitter, but yeah, it doesn't go much. It doesn't really do anything. Oh, and like, I like Twitter because I can just like shoot out a shit post text post whenever I want and have the media tab as well. And like, if you're kind of looking to do both, like that's a good opportunity to set up a backup account to do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And when making these socials, I even made a point like 
you probably want a new persona. I yes. highly recommend not using your real name. Do not. Yeah. I, it works for some people, usually people who already have an established social media presence, but I mm-hmm. even know people who, you know, do have an established social media presence that have changed their name when they started sex work. Like it's, yeah. it's nice to have the different personas for sure. Yeah. Even if you aren't afraid of people finding out in your real life, like you'll be safer. I think you're just safer. Like people can Google your real name if they, they can probably find stuff about you, but as long as they don't know your real name going into sex work, then I think you're a lot safer. Yeah. That's something that like, we definitely should talk about is the safety thing. Like I've Mm -hmm. had people find out my real name. I've had people find my Facebook and pictures of me and my partner and say kind of threatening things to me in the past, which has been really scary. Yeah. I've had people find out where I live, you know, because of my Facebook and it wasn't because of anything I had said to them. They literally had just creeped enough on my social media accounts to find my vanilla page, even though there wasn't much, like, I don't even know how he found it still to this day. You know what I mean? And it was really scary because he lived a few States away and, and like, it just, you know, that's just one experience. Thankfully, you know, he never confronted me in person. It never went anything beyond that, but I know he has that knowledge and like that in and of itself is freaky. So that's something else to kind of be aware of is like, there are some wild people out there and you need to protect yourself and protect your, who you really are and your identity in that way, because you just never know because on the internet, people can say that they're anybody. Oh, absolutely. Like, and I also, in my little notes, I said like, New persona also doesn't just mean new name, like get a new email for Mm -hmm. when you're signing up for all these socials, make brand new socials. Don't use your personal ones as your primary ones. Yeah. (laughs) I would recommend getting a VPN, which kind of eliminates your IP address. It makes it easier to get uh, less hard to get your accounts banned. It makes it less hard for people to track you. And then um, get last month. (laughs) Me when I got my last month suspended. Yeah. I was like, all right, I guess it's time. Um, and then also get a Google voice phone number too. Yes, absolutely. It's like, if you already have your real phone number attached to your account, then you probably are going to have a hard time making new accounts. So yeah, to get a separate phone number, I use Google voice, you use Google voice. Yeah. And it's, it never does me dirty. It's really helped a lot. And I feel Mm -hmm. a lot safer, you know, again, you can lose your account whenever that's just how it is, but I have a bit more peace of mind with the stuff I have in place now. Yeah, definitely. You want to talk about poaching? I just feel like this is the one that like anyone who does sex work is waiting for us to talk about this in terms of etiquette, just because it is a really big one that's starting to kind of be like ridiculous on social media mm-hmm. because I'm seeing it even on like TikTok and Instagram all of a sudden. And in the beginning oh, no. it was like really, really on Twitter. Yeah. Me, one of my friends in a different group chat sent one of someone doing it on Reddit. Like, you know what I mean? God. So essentially poaching is kind of just, if you, you know, kind of self-explanatory but if you aren't in sex work um it's when on social media um someone either likes all of the comments in a reply to a post that you posted um so like if I posted a a picture on Twitter um everyone who replies to it it'd be if you went through and liked every single one of those replies or you went and commented your page (laughs) yeah like literally took like take the time to like 120 replies or they'll you know plug themselves in their link under a post that's not a thread. Like that happens to Miss V Nasty all the time because she does the mm-hmm. Tuesday thread that I love, but people are shitty and they plug themselves under just like stuff that's not that too. And yeah. like, 
it's just wild to me. Yeah, definitely don't do that. Don't, don't do like that. people's comments. I heard there was like some influencer or big sex worker that was encouraging people to do that, but 99% of people fucking hate it. So don't yeah. do that. <laughs> By doing that, you're alien- alienating your potential community. Um, yeah. And it's going to be a lot harder for you to network when you finally decide that that's what you want to do instead of poaching. Because like I there are a lot of people buyers that I've gotten from Twitter. Like that's, you know, where I get a lot of mine, but there are also a lot of people that just are on Twitter for free shit. And the, the likelihood of you getting a buyer from doing that is so slim and it just is a waste of time. And without sounding too harsh, if you put that much time into, you know, a different endeavor, maybe you might have a little bit more success. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like for real, (laughs) don't be lazy. Yes. Um, kind of along with that, like networking is important though. Yes. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, ask people for shout out for shout out on OnlyFans or even just on social media platforms, retweet for retweet, but be realistic about it. Like if yeah. you're asking a 100 K account for a retweet and you have a hundred followers, they're probably not going to respond to you because that's not like a fair mutual exchange. Exactly. Like try to find, if you're not in engagement groups, cause those are different, but if you're not in engagement groups and you're just trying to network and connect and shout out for shout out with people, find people with similar stats as you like find people that have a similar following as you find people that are kind of in your niche and look like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, um, I I don't think any person doing online sex work would be where they are without networking, without their community. Like it's just impossible. So don't think you can do it alone. Like obviously you are working for yourself and doing this by yourself, but like I would not be able to do this without my community. It's so important to me. So definitely find someone out there that, you know, is in this with you because it's, Mm -hmm. it's really important just to even like have an emotional outlet. Like our group chat is where a lot of us, um, again, shout out, we love you, um, where a lot of us kind of, you know, get those frustrations out because like as much as sex work can be a rewarding, incredible job. It also is such an emotionally draining job at times as well. And like, Mm -hmm. if you don't have anywhere to put that, it's really hard having people to talk to about the, the shit that like understands it is key is so bad. So good. Yeah. Because you can talk all day to a friend who doesn't do it and like, they just won't understand in the same way, you know, they won't empathize in the same way. And like, it definitely has created some awkward silences for me in the past. So, you know, just make some, make some sexy friends too. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Also, if you are doing like collabs or content with others, probably the best place to start is just with someone you know and trust in your real life that is okay with you putting this online. Obviously consent is key. Um, (laughs) but like if you have someone in your life that you know and trust to make content with start there, because I can't tell you how many DMS I get from 99% of the time, cis men that say they're starting out with sex work. They got like a hundred followers. They don't even have a link in their bio. I'm like, Oh, are you starting out? (laughs) Also, why are right. you messaging me? <laughs> so, it, it, I, uh, if you're serious awesome. about wanting to start out, like find someone in your life that is comfortable with doing it. Mm-hmm. Or unless you start networking and becoming friends with people later on, then obviously go do that. But if you're just starting out, it's so much easier to do it with someone you know already. That's a really <laughs> good point. Yeah. Like I, 
I, when I first started, you know, like doing OnlyFans and everything, like the only person I was taking videos with was my partner and like not showing his face because he was comfortable with me putting them on there. And it definitely made it a lot more comfortable for me for my first like big time collab with other creators. Like, even though I knew them all and I like had talked with them a lot online and they were people I considered friends, like just doing that on camera before, even though it was with someone who I like, am so intimate with every single day. And like, you mm-hmm. know, all of that, like, it's just good to have the experience. Oh yeah, definitely. Cause it's, it feels so much different when you got the camera on. <laughs> it really does. It really does. But it's, it's yeah. If you have, if you have time to collab with friends when you're in sex work and you feel comfortable, I would do it because it's a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, oh, another thing about kind of getting started that I think I kind of touched upon briefly was, um, you know, finding the audience that you want to cater to finding the buyers you want to cater to, um, everyone has kind of a specific type of content that they put out, whether it's like girlfriend themed, fetish themed, anal themed, um, role play themed, Mm -hmm. you know, I'd say my stuff is kind of alternative girlfriendy theme. If I had to pick a specific theme for my page, I don't know. It sounds silly coming out of my mouth. No, but- I feel like you have big girl next door vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Alternative yeah, girl can. next door. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the girl next door you're like a little afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and kind of looking at other people that produce that type of content, like look at, look at your page, the way you think a buyer would, and the way that you think of a potential, you know, someone coming to your page to subscribe and consume what they would want to see. Um, because that's just really important too, is, um, just looking at the world as a consumer that's important in any type of business. So I would definitely recommend that, um, you know, if you're not comfortable using your main account, making a lurk account on OnlyFans and subscribing to other creators, seeing what works for them. Um, if it's someone you don't know, maybe let them know. Or if it's like someone who's not a huge creator, let them know. Because I know that sometimes it looks weird to me. If like a no name sex worker subscribes to my page, I, I get scared about, you know, content being stolen. So sometimes I'll block. That um, and I've heard of people poaching on OnlyFans too. Sometimes so they'll start commenting shit and it's like, why are you messing with someone else's bag? Get out You've of here. Never seen your own work. <laughs> Literally. Um, that's so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> now she's so mad. Now she's angry. <laughs> um, yeah. So definitely I would say, unless it's someone who has like thousands and thousands of subscribers, let them know because it looks weird or just look at their Twitter. Um, look at their Free, if they have a free only fans, look at that, look at their Instagram, their TikTok. Um, definitely don't just copy everything someone is doing because that they is weird <laughs> and they will notice and call you out on it. Um, but you know, it's okay to pull from different areas and have things that inspire you. Um, yeah. because that's how a lot of my sex work gets done is I am inspired by other people in my community. Oh yeah. That was kind of one of the points I made too, is just like follow people you like, like follow a bunch of people that you think are inspiring and motivate you to do stuff. And that can also give you so many ideas on content to make too. Yeah. And there were actually a decent amount. I think it might be a little different now. Not as much as I, sometimes I'm a little cynical about, uh, online sex work, but, um, (laughs) When I first got started, a lot of bigger accounts, I feel kind of, you know, would notice that, you know, they go a lot of bigger accounts. Like even when I had like 400, sometimes I'd just go through my follower list just to make sure, you know, there's no minors following you or weird shit like that. Um, That's something that's very important as well is 
if you notice a page that is a minor following you or block it, block it <laughs> do not interact. It's fucking creepy. It's weird. We're not here to be doing that. And no. I, I just don't have any sympathy. So just fucking don't be stupid. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> so, you know, I feel like sometimes that would happen where a bigger creator would notice that a baby, like someone just getting started would follow them and they would follow me back and retweet a few of my posts. And that really meant a lot to me. So I kind mm-hmm. of try to, you know, do that now as, as someone who's a little more established, I mean, you know what I mean? So definitely if you follow people, like they might follow you back and that's another way to create community and everything. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, one of the things I was going to say was kind of have an idea of how you want to run your page, like your OnlyFans page. Um, and also do know, uh, these paid platforms are going to make you fill out a W2 for your taxes. Yeah. Like you're not gonna be able to get around it. If you want to get paid, you're going to have to fill out a W2. And you're going to have to pay those taxes. Yes. Yeah. You are going to have to pay taxes. If you make a lot on OnlyFans, you're going to have to pay a lot in taxes and be ready for that. I was not ready this year for my taxes. Um, I was a lot more successful on my page in 2021 than I was in 2020 because I just had had it for a full year instead of half a year. And um, my taxes were a lot. It was a lot more than I was expecting. I called Nixie crying because I didn't know what to do. Told me um, that number I, and I cried a little bit. So. Yeah, it's, oh. it's, it's pretty staggering. Um, I haven't paid it yet just because I, the IRS sucks and hasn't, it hasn't even shown up on the IRS website that I, I because I filed them, but it hasn't shown up that I owe, you know, cause I filed for the payment plan, but I have almost all of it. So thankfully I, I can That's just good. pay it late and pay the late fees, whatever. But, um, be ready yeah. to pay a lot in taxes and be ready to not, you know, hide from that. Like you will go to jail eventually yeah. too. Like I know someone that paid 80 grand this year, oh, you know, Jesus be ready. Be yeah. Ready. I was going to say pro tip is I would try to leave like 30% aside if you can, just because yeah. 30% is more than enough. So yeah. if you put aside 30%, you should be absolutely fine. <laughs> really important to save some of it like you because you don't get any money in taxes taken out like in a normal paycheck and uh that's the downfall for a lot of online creators is they don't realize how bad tax season is gonna fuck you yeah real bad (laughs) even people that save usually end up filing for an extension because it is such a large amount of money so yes no it there's a lot more to this job than just taking nudes unfortunately I wish it could just be that but right (laughs) there's a lot more to it it's a it's a legit I mean it's a business you are operating a one-person business and there are going to be you know financial things that you're going to have to deal with um Mm -hmm. if that's something that you're worried about there are a few states that only do income tax and not state tax I mean if you have a huge page that takes off and you get really stressed out about that like I live in a state that doesn't have state tax which really really helped me because I was going to have to pay a lot more and if you know what I mean. So there, there are certain areas that are a little more good for yeah. jobs like that, I guess. But even if you do have to pay state income tax, 30% is definitely more than enough. Yeah. yeah. Last year I moved from a no income tax state to a income tax state. So 2020 taxes were breeze. Um, 2021 taxes. I cried a lot when I found out how much I owed to the state. I was like, this has never happened to me before. (laughs) And because TurboTax doesn't, you know, they don't take into consideration that some states don't have income tax. So when I first started filling mine out, I thought I had to pay $7,000 more than what I actually had to pay. And I finally, my boyfriend looked at it and he was like, dumb shit. There's no income tax. (laughs) There's no income tax here. (laughs) Yeah. There's no income tax here. You silly, silly girl. So, uh, 
thankfully that, you know, I'm a, I was a little less fucked than I thought I was, but that's definitely something to keep in mind. Oh yeah. Uh, I, so I mentioned OnlyFans and how we want to run your page, but then we got sidetracked. You're like taxes, <laughs> but taxes are also important, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So you want to also decide like how you want to run your page. Cause there's so many different ways you can do it. Um, some people will have a free page and have like all their nudity and all their videos behind a paywall. Some people do like a cheap page where they put nudes on their wall or some nudes on their like feed their profile, but then have videos behind a paywall or personally how I run mine is I have a higher subscription price, but I advertise as like no PPV. So you don't have to pay to view anything. Like everything's right there, unless it's really spicy. Then I'm like, fuck you, you gotta pay me a little bit. But <laughs> for the most part, I put my full videos on the feed and I am starting to think they're getting way too much for what they pay. But I, I used to have a no PPV page <laughs> and I, one, I was getting my content stolen too much. So I had to take all my videos off. I, we have to do a whole episode on, on stolen content because it is something that yeah. happens a lot and it happens to me at least every week. So I, I will, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the fuck it is, but, um, so I no longer put most, like, most full videos I keep behind a paywall or I send them out to free for my rebillers if I want to give them a little treat. Um, mm-hmm. because yeah, I felt like they were getting too much, you know? Yeah. And that's the other thing too that I I put at the end was that like the first year or so that I was doing sex work I gave so much to my buyers and like a lot of my buyers are really great and I really love them but I was kind of afraid of them in a way where like if I wasn't giving them so much every single day and putting so much of me into that then like there wouldn't be any of them and it kind of led Mm -hmm. to me getting in these not super healthy relationships with buyers where I made myself accessible to them so much. And they were tipping me like $10 a week, which is great. You know, $10 a week, I will take any amount of money. It all means so much to me, but $10 a week does not mean I'm going to talk to you. Like I'm your girlfriend every minute of every day. And that was something that like, don't be, if someone's disrespecting you on your page, tell them, you know, set those boundaries. Like just because they are behind a screen and they're giving you money doesn't mean how you feel and you're boundaries aren't important so that is so so important to me like set them absolutely that's a big point I made is boundaries with clients Mm -hmm. also just boundaries with people online like you have to have a thick skin people bully us a lot online honestly like you have to get used to it for the most part I'm used to it except for lol Christmas day when I woke up to hundreds of messages telling me to kill myself that was was so horrible I forgot that about that. Great time. And I and think every so Christmas cool. I'm going to remember it. So because people who live with their parents that just don't understand how much words can really hurt. You know what I mean? And usually I get one or two. It's fine. But like my tweet somehow went viral in like the European football community. And I was being shit on so much that I just woke was not ready for it for how much it was. So yeah, yeah have a thick skin. Yeah. <laughs> It's important. Like, and it, that's on any site. I think the TikTok comments really help you TikTok get over it fast too. because people on TikTok can be really fucking oh God. Mean. And Reddit. <laughs> I, I like no straight up taking Reddit. Away from Reddit because I'm over it. I'm fucking over it. I'm over the, we got to do a Reddit episode. <laughs> yes. Um, 
but yeah so get ready for that it's okay if you cry <laughs> but it, it, I cry every single day and it's I cry every day I cry every but day you know what we get back up and we do it it's all about getting back on the horse like you can't yeah. let the haters win because what you know what I mean it's just fucking mm-hmm. pointless I something that I like to do is just envision how truly miserable they are with themselves and mm-hmm. like I get to have this great job where I work for myself and I pay my bills because of myself. And that is so yeah. cool. I know I'm sexy. I know I'm funny. This dude definitely cries into his dinner every single night. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, it's not worth it. exactly. Um, so yeah, boundaries with your clients, boundaries with people on the internet. Also, hit that block button, hit the block yeah, button. Whenever block you want. Button. Don't be afraid. Yeah. It's um, a little jail in your phone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also on boundaries with clients. So also make sure you're never sending content without money. Mm-hmm. They'll say they've been scammed. Doesn't matter. They're going to scam you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't ever Always. send content yeah. without getting them your money first. Don't let anyone bully you on your prices or what you decide to offer. Just yeah. you do you, you have to be strong in what you are offering because you know what your worth is. Exactly. Don't let, when you're first getting started, some guy on Twitter tell you that he's bought a five minute video for $5 before, because that's not true. Absolutely like, not. Absolutely yeah. Not. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I definitely got lowballed a lot when I first started out and mm-hmm. you know, ever it's just how it is, you know, it's just, it, you get lowballed in the beginning because they see that you're starting out. So, you know, know your worth and, and charge what you think is fair. And yeah. that's a good thing to also have, you know, people in the community that, you know, to bounce that off of, but again, everyone prices their stuff differently. So don't feel weird about whatever price you set. Yes, definitely. Oh, I can't believe we didn't talk about this yet. I thought this would be one of the first things. It's fine. We just missed it. But watermark. Oh my God. Watermark all your content. (laughs) Watermark all your motherfucking content. Even the shit on OnlyFans. You never fucking know. Which I don't. And I know I need to. I know I'm so lazy. I don't either. (laughs) Do as I say, not as I do. Um, but OnlyFans also does auto watermark for you. It's just your link at the bottom though. So it's not great. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, that's enough. (laughs) The only place that sometimes there are issues watermarking, um, that you just, that's just how it is, is Reddit. Um, the, the Reddit mods just hate women. You you just need to be ready for that. Um, Yeah. If you watermark on Reddit, just make sure it's just your like at yeah I know that's not what your user is called on reddit but you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> and make it really almost invisible because they yeah. they make it hard for you to make mm-hmm. money on there yeah um also to make watermarks you can make them on canva that's where i made mine because i like made a cute little graphic but you can also just like write out your at yeah that's what i just use pixar yeah. yeah that was what i was gonna say too is i use canva or pixar to apply it i recently got InShot and um is that for the videos honestly you can do pictures too i I really like it i was gonna say i'm gonna plug it real quick even though we don't get paid by them because it's literally only 15 dollars a year like it is the most affordable yes in shot (laughs) is the most affordable app you can edit um your pics on there so easily you can edit your videos so easily on there i wish it had a mac app too so badly if i edit on my mac i just use imovie but I InShot is my fave. <laughs> I that InShot is the only place I edit my videos. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. really like it. It makes it so easy to to like split and put yes. shit together and I could like pull from other videos. Yeah. Lately I've been doing editing on InShot more than iMovie. Like so I've been editing on my phone more than my computer just cuz I'm like this is just so more user friendly. <laughs> it really is a lot 
more user-friendly sometimes on the phone. And that's another thing, like, don't feel bad if you're only doing your sex work on your phone. I didn't have a Mac like a year ago. Um, and I barely use it for work now. I use it to watch porn more than anything. (laughs) I, because I bought it for work, I try to use it for work, but yeah, sometimes it is just way easier to do stuff on the phone. I'm on my phone way more than my laptop. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Yeah. Watermark that ish. Yes. (laughs) And even on Twitter and stuff, like that's probably the most important place is to watermark on Twitter because there are so many catfish people out there that just like, whether it's for attention or to make money or just because they're weird, like, oh, there are a lot of people out there on the internet that love pretending to be other people. So, and and sex workers are the perfect people to target for that because they don't have anyone standing up for them. Mm -hmm. And I see people stealing watermark content anyway, just posting it. It's like, my my watermark content. Yeah. Right. And you, everyone people know where to find you. So yeah. that's that why is I the thing. Yeah. Also, like, you see that fucking TikTok that was going around like a week or two ago of someone actually telling people to just like look up someone else's news and use that to sell. Like fuck I, that. That is stealing content. Don't ever fucking do that. You are committing a crime. You are yes. committing a crime because it's copyrighted material. You mm-hmm. can't be sued for that. You know, you actually can be sued for that. And, um, it's, it's a really fucking shitty thing to do too. So don't fucking do it. Yeah. So I blew that yeah. girl's socials up. I, I was leaving mean comments everywhere. I left a mean comment on TikTok, And then I think it was hidden by TikTok Cause it was mean. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> he tried to say that, um, the, the pictures and videos on Twitter were promotion, even though no one was tagged and she was very clearly making it out to be like, it was her, even though the fucking people didn't look anything like her. So it was yeah. so obvious. Just don't do it. It's shitty. You're sexy enough if you want to sell adult content. And if you're like a 25 year old Albanian man stealing shit and reselling it, uh, you can go fuck yourself. (laughs) Yeah. You can go fuck yourself because it, that is the thing. People who steal your content and resell it, it's never a woman. It's always a man. And they always think that like, because it's on the internet, it's for free use. Mm -hmm. Like that's not what that means. Yeah. That means at all. So that's, yeah. If you're getting started, that's another thing. Someone will steal your content at one point. That's just how it is. It's an unfortunate fact of life, but there are like things we talked about that so much it. this episode. Yeah. <laughs> the content will get stolen and it will fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. And it's okay. Like it's okay. You'll still make money. It just is a shitty thing, but you know, there are things you can do to make it harder for them to steal your content. You can get, we didn't even talk about DMCA agents. Um, no, I yeah. actually don't have one. I really know I need to. <laughs> I, they don't so sponsor you talk us about yours. Yeah. They, they don't sponsor us or anything, but I will shout to the Hills for Brandit every day of the year forever. Brandit is a really awesome DMCA agent specifically meant for adult content creators. It was started by a sex worker and it just like, it's $40 a month. And, um, it's really so much cheaper than other DMCA agents. There's another one that I had been using in the past that was $250 and they had been linked to a lot of these websites where content gets stolen as, you know, making deals with them to not take it down. You know what? I, there's yeah, some sus ass shit going on oh with that. God. Um, so that's why I prefer brand it because I know that they actually are looking out for me. They delist everything from Google that comes up, which is really, really awesome. So like if, you know, God forbid anyone tried to put anything on Google images or whatever, that will get taken down. Um, you can go through and look at every single infringement that they've picked up and like file each one to be taken down. Um, when I first started on Brandit, I had 4,000 leaked links out there. Oh my God. <laughs> like I said, I, 
I get my stuff stolen away more than the average person. I don't understand why. I don't know what it is. It really sucks, but that's just how it is. I don't know. Um, I need to hit them up because I can't imagine how much I have out when I haven't like checked. They do a seven day free trial also. So please, everyone use it when you're first getting started. It's really, you know, that if you can afford an extra $40 a month, I would definitely really recommend it. And even if not use that seven day free trial after a month, see what's out there. Because like I said, I I had 4,000 links when I started, they've taken down about 2,500. So they really have done a lot for me. I try to Google myself and I like always will put leaked and only fans, but, and so far I haven't found anything, but I'm sure I think a lot of it is on Reddit and like those, like the thought tube dot LOL sites. And you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) See those popping up lately. It stinks. I feel bad for, it just, it makes me so upset that Matt, like, you know, this is a whole fucking thing that, you know, just is the patriarchy in general, but just men thinking they have ownership over femme presenting people just trying to reclaim their sexuality and do what they want. It's frustrating. It's sad, but we can't let them win. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it is. So you know what? A lot of them anyways, get sent to my fucking page as it is because all of my shit that you're stealing is watermarked jokes yep. on you. Exactly. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I just fire in the end anyway. Yes. Um, I also put Amazon on my list mm-hmm. just because a lot of people like to use Amazon wish lists, which is great. I personally don't because they do show your city. A yeah. That's how someone found me. Yeah. A lot of people think it's just your state, but no, it's your whole ass city. Mm-hmm. So if you live in like New York city, if you live in a huge ass city, then I think it's fine, but I live in a small ass town. So I am never going to put my, my Amazon wish list up because it's going to be way too easy to find me. Yeah. Um, I recently made a throne account. Um, I haven't really set up my wish list fully yet, but I've added a few things to it. I've played around with it and I like it a lot and they are fully private on your address and stuff. And you can plug things from multiple different websites. So like, yeah, everything's on Amazon, but you can plug anything from any website. So, um, and yeah, if you're using that as like a payment method, people can like take your content and then cancel your order. But yeah, if you yeah, they'll cancel it. Yeah. So make sure you receive the item before sending content. If they don't want to wait till you receive the item, just do a gift card. I've done that as payment before, because then I can just plug it into my account and it'll like show me the money's there. So it like proves it's legit. So just make sure you like add it to your account before you give them content. And another thing too, is if a brand messages you telling you that they want to send you a sex toy, just look at the brand, make sure they seem legit. Um, because a lot of times if they pay you over PayPal, um, this is how my PayPal got banned. They will report your PayPal and get their money back. So which is insane to me. Cause I've heard most are legit, but you told me that and got me so scared. <laughs> yeah, there are a few. So definitely more than 10,000 followers, I would say, and has at least a year of posting history. Just make sure, you know, the people that you're working with are legit. And that goes for anything, whether it's, you know, someone in a, in a retweet group on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, someone, on OnlyFans trying to buy content from you. Like, you know, it's, uh, and that's a little harder just because that is so anonymous, but just, you know, yeah. if I'd say, just trust your gut in a lot of those things. Yeah. If something feels something weird, feels sketchy, it is, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like there, and that's, I think the big thing on Twitter with stuff like that is make sure the people you're networking with have a link in their profile because oh, yes. <laughs> there are a lot of minors that try to infiltrate the community and that's an issue in and of itself. There are people who pretend to be other people that, you know, won't have a link in their page because they're catfishing with pictures. Um, mm-hmm. 
So, you know, just, just be conscious of the people you're networking with and have your guard up in the beginning. Yeah. I feel like a good way to tell if they're legit is usually sex workers will be following them. That's a good point. Yeah. So if you see that they have sex workers following them, then yeah, they yeah. are most likely legit. <laughs> Some of the big ones that I see usually are like, so I see a lot, um, bad is dragon myth. is myth. Yeah. Yeah. There's some good ones out there. Yeah. I just did one with his Smith and it's literally the most gorgeous dildo and it's like 70 bucks. Like it was, it's a nice dildo. That's sweet. I love that bad dragon one. Mm, I love my Cinevator one too. We're shouting out to my toy companies for free. Right. But- I know <laughs> <laughs> they'll hear us shouting them out and then maybe they we'll get more free toys. Out. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you want to send us some stuff, just message us on Twitter. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll test it out. Yeah. We love testing toys. Yeah. Well, sometimes I do. Cause I have to write a fucking review and that's so much work. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> or like when someone buys you one and then you have to shoot them a custom with it. That's always nice, mm-hmm. but it's like, send me like a, a little extra coffee money too, or something, right? you know, because then like that money has to go toward that and you know, mm-hmm. shipping and everything. It's whole, yeah. 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 But it's nice to get a fun little toy. We kind of already talked about like, if you have money to invest, like what you should get when you start. Um, so we said the Bluetooth camera clicker, mm-hmm. absolutely. And then ring light and tripod or softbox lights. But I, then I also said a VPN, lingerie and toys. Yeah, those are probably the most important yeah. thing I would say. Um, I know Sheen is a terrible company, um, but you can get a bunch of stuff for really cheap. And, and their, their sizing is honestly, their sizing is really well. Great. Yes. Yeah. They're very honest to size though. So make sure you read reviews, but yeah, honestly, it's so easy to get a bunch of lingerie for super yeah. cheap there. And then it, I really like bubblegum the brand too. That's one that I think is cute for like thoughty, like really little uh, bikinis and stuff, a little pricier, but not like as bad as like honey. What's the one that's super super expensive agent provocateur and honey love i feel like those are the honey two love i think honey yeah. birdette that's what it honey is birdette. Yeah. <laughs> I those are like the crazy priced ones but you can get some good knockoffs on on both Shein and bubblegum um romwe is kind of like Shein too and honestly i know a lot of people get their shit on amazon and they can get i was really just gonna stuff. say i find some one-off good stuff on amazon some stuff i've gotten from amazon is shit but so is yeah. some stuff i've got from Shein. so <laughs> like it just it is how it is and as long as you get it for one shoot then you know yeah money's worth yeah definitely um then I said promo doesn't hurt make sure like buying promo from someone definitely look at reviews especially OnlyFans promo I feel like some big creators can be scary scammers but Twitter promo is you can usually almost always find something affordable um I don't know about other socials just because I don't buy promo on other socials but (laughs) Yeah. Twitter is a good spot to do promo. I think just because like the engagement groups are a lot more prevalent in Twitter too. So your, Mm -hmm. your tweet, your post, your hypothetical, whatever will get shown to a lot more people, I think. Yeah. And usually followings are a lot bigger on Twitter than on other sites. Oh yeah. Because you can post nudes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you're mailing items, if you're doing stuff like selling panties, everyone always freaks out about the return address, but I've heard to just do the customers. I just do yeah. the customer's addresses, the return address. Or the White House or something ridiculous like that. Like it, it can literally be anything. A grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't really look at stuff like that usually. Yeah. Um, but make sure you actually send them because sometimes yeah. I will sell panties and it'll be like a month and then I'll be like, oh, fuck. And then I got to send fuck. them out. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Um, I recommend not using photos that you use on your like actual socials, like your personal socials. I do sometimes, which I know I shouldn't, but it's easy for people to just reverse image search stuff. So yeah. try to make sure the content you're posting on your personal pages and your sex work pages are different. Or just keep your personal pages private. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like to because I like people looking at me, but <laughs> I don't either. But I recently did for the podcast just because I feel like like a lot of our your in real life friends who I love and I'm so happy for the support, but they're following our sex work socials now. So I'm like, I'm just gonna lock down my personal just to be yeah. safe. If people and find it, it they lot. find if it. You but... do, thank you. We really love it. But yeah, I if really you're listening do. to this now, maybe don't. <laughs> Unless you're looking to buy. <laughs> I mean, I don't care if our friends do personally. That's true. I unless just you're in lockdown. So no unless one you're like, unless you're listening to this and you're someone that I no longer talk to or fuck with or whatever, and you just want to see what I'm up to, like, don't do that. But if you're yeah, close then friend, fuck yeah. off. Yeah, <laughs> then it's okay. Um, gas me up on the socials, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my last tip was just self-care and be nice to yourself because this job is fucking hard it is so hard and it gets such long days and you get bullied (laughs) just self-care be nice to yourself if you can afford it a lot of people I know will take like an actual break and hire assistants just to get through like a week of a full breather I can't do that but I do try on weekends to drastically cut back on the amount of work I do it's so important to take care of yourself in this. Like, you know, if you think something has to get done at that very moment, most of the time it doesn't, it's okay to walk away sometimes because you will burn yourself out. Like sex worker burnout is so fucking real because I feel like Mm -hmm. in in a lot of people I know go through this where for the first year, year and a half, you just go, 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 go. You never stop. You work yourself to the bone. You have a mental breakdown and then it's kind of hard to dig yourself out. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's a cycle where you just work really hard, really hard. And then you're like, there's nothing left. So it's, it's definitely important. You might feel guilty doing this, but you know, take a day off every week, take a few hours off every day. Like, you know, that is so important is to self-care, make sure you're feeding yourself, sleeping when you need to just doing all those things, because I definitely struggle with that a lot. And I, you know, if you are, I, I really empathize with you and you know, my DMS are open. So let me know. I hit total burnout last fall. I, was working my full-time vanilla job and I put in my notice to leave. So I was trying to catch up on all the last minute ties and ends I had to do for that while trying to keep all my sex work stuff going at the same time. So then by the time I was done at my vanilla job, I didn't do anything on OnlyFans either for like a month. My OnlyFans was literally dead. I dead ass had someone subscribe and then message me like there's no new content can I have a refund and I was like there's so much existing content fuck off I was like you are paying for what's already there my guy like but yeah that was a rough month but (laughs) that's what happens like I was working myself to the bone um and it happens but I took a nice little monthly break and it's okay to admit you need a break you know it's okay to to take a step back because sometimes we all don't think it is because unfortunately the hustle and grind mindset has infiltrated sex work online mm-hmm. and it's, it's really fucked some stuff up and you know, don't when it feels like you do take a day off and then you don't make as much money. So like exactly. when, you, when you see it, it hurts and I get it, <laughs> but just 
do what you can do. Yeah. It's really important to, to love yourself in this because it can be a lonely life sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, like there are some days where I know I have everyone that loves me and, you know, cares about me and supports me. And I wouldn't change my life for anything. I really am so Mm -hmm. happy with what I have, but there are some days where you get a little lonely and you get a little down on yourself and you, you wonder what you're really doing. And it's okay to feel that it's okay to feel through that. It's okay to feel all of those emotions. I would say the toxic positivity, don't fall victim to that. Don't yossify your whole job. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I feel like sex work is so glamorized, but like it, it's hard. It's a job. Yeah. That's all it is. You know, we're all being exploited in every single job in the world. Mm -hmm. And like, this is just another case of that. And it, it just, it's the same. You get tired, you get burned out. It's not just, you know, luxurious shit all the time. And I think that that's where talking with some of my friends in real life. I find that barrier is they, they don't understand sometimes that it it's not as glamorous as, you know, people think it always is. And there are times where you're in your fucking feels and you haven't made any money all day and you don't know what to do. And you just feel like shit. And like the next day will be better, but it doesn't change how you feel in the moment. Right. Because honestly, the people in that like top percent that you're seeing that glamorous ass lifestyle, most likely they have a set assistants doing a bunch of shit for them on all their sites. So the only and they thing had a they're doing is making more. content. Yeah. yeah. And they have a huge following at that point. Yeah. You can't compare because it's just exactly. not worth it in the end, because I know that I do that a lot is compare myself to other people mm-hmm. in the community. And like, it just hurts you in the end. It's just not worth yeah. it. Like, I know we all do it, but don't, don't harp. Yeah. Yeah. And also the percentage of people at the top, like you see it more, I feel like, but it's so few and far between. Like, that's what I learned also doing, uh, joining Telegram, which Mm -hmm. I feel like we have to do a whole episode on. (laughs) Yeah. That's a, that's a foreign beast to me and I got to get in it. I'm finally getting into it a little bit more and learning, but like being on Telegram and being in a bunch of networking groups has shown me how many sex workers really have like normal percentages. <laughs> like not everyone is in the top 1%. I, I've seen that on TikTok a lot too. You know, that gets normalized a lot. Like the, the percentage is, is cool that you can see that, you know, in some ways it does motivate you and keep you going. And when, when you see a number that you haven't seen before, it, it does feel rewarding, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like the hot or not list at high school too. It doesn't really fucking matter that much. Right. I use it to compete with myself, but sometimes I do compare myself to people that are at different percentages, but like, I know that's a me thing. I know it's in my head, but it happens. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's so it's true. You compare That's just how life is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's definitely something that will happen, but it's good to just be aware of it. And, and, you know, know that like you got yourself to this point, like, you know, how many months ago do you think, like, would you have been where you are now? Like, that's something exactly. I have to tell myself is like, three years ago, I never thought I would be where I am now. And like, that's just, oh, yeah. I, I get to pay my bills and I get to be happy. And that's, that is enough, you know? Yeah. I, I shouldn't that's exactly want. how I feel. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I get to just be, you know, I get to be me and have a job that makes me happy. So mm-hmm. the percentage exactly. and like all of that isn't everything and don't, don't fall victim to it. Yeah. I don't um, think I have anything else. That yeah. was pretty much everything. I, this one was, I, I mean, I think they've all been great, but like yeah. this one, I feel like we were really like, okay, here's what we're going to talk about. Boo, 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 had, boo, boo. Because there was so much, we had so much to talk about. <laughs> yeah. 
And if there's anything else, like you're getting started or you want to know more that you don't think we talked about today that you want our opinion on or our advice on or our viewpoint, um, let us know. We'd love to talk about it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was also going to say, if anyone decides to sign up for OnlyFans using this episode, I'll put both of our referral links in the description so you can pick one. (laughs) (laughs) We won't say who's who's. (laughs) I'll put who's is who's, but like pick one if you're and then especially I'm always down to help people more when they use my referral link. Yeah. I'm always down to like, I mean, I'm down to help people anyway, but it's just when I got that little boost, I'm like, yeah, I can dedicate some more time into you. <laughs> it feels good to see that. And, you know, DM our, our page, if you have any questions and you're getting started, like that's something that is cool about being someone who has been in the community for a little bit is being able to, you know, help out people just getting started, you know, that's just exciting. So if you have any questions for us, we'd love to answer them or just, I'm going to make you listen to this episode first. Yeah. You have to listen first. (laughs) (laughs) If you listen to this and then have questions, DM us. Yeah. If you DM me asking how to start and you've never listened to this episode, then I'm going to tell you to fuck off and go listen to it first and then come back. (laughs) Because that is the thing is that it's good to be compensated for our time sometimes too. Like I, getting asked to answer a lot of questions all the time for free can be a lot. So if you can find it in our episode, that's cool too. Yeah. Yeah. Def. Um, so our Instagram is at amateur spice. Um, we also have an email. If you want to send questions or suggestions there, it's amateur spice at gmail.com. I think the end of the day point is like, however you want to do it is however you want to do it. And it's all about trial and error, you know, yeah, and make friends like any business trial and error. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. Don't, don't stress too much about it. It is like any other business Mm -hmm. and you're going to fail and it's going to suck, but that's when you adjust and figure out what works. Exactly. Don't give up. Yep. Yes. You can do it. Yes. Do it. (laughs) Huh? Where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok at Nixie Knight, N-Y-X-I-E-K-N-I-G-H-T. You can find me um, on Twitter and on Instagram at Messy Bangs, M-E-S-S-Y-X-B-A-N-G-S. And my TikTok is Sexy Shouter 69. Uh, I'd love to see you there. We're fun. Yes. Cute. And thank you so much for listening. It really means so much. Yes. To oh my like, God. Thank, thank you so, so much. much. Please rate us, then I'll kiss you. (laughs) Stay sexy. Yes. Bye. Bye.